Would you like for me to tell you a little joke? Yes? Are you laughing now? Welcome to episode 30 of Embrace the Suck, the only official, licensed, sanctioned, snowbound podcast of APG, bringing you two cents worth of free perspective on a heavy-hitting lifestyle. I'm your host, Bill Hart, coming to you almost live, this time from Yerevan, Armenia, the world's oldest continuously inhabited city. So I was looking at this uh, this Armenia and Azerbaijan conflict situation, and... Um, Apparently, the capital city of, of Armenia is Yerevan, and this city is this area has been continuously inhabited since uh, they found artifacts dating back to 3200 BC. People have just always been there, so it didn't become like a proper city city until like 782 BC, and now it's capital city of Armenia. And apparently, it's pretty cool if you get a chance, you know, if you get a chance when people aren't shooting at each other. But uh, this this conflict they've got going over there, I guess, is over this uh, region called the Nagorno-Karabakh region, and it's the area between Armenia and Azerbaijan. And if you look at a map, there's Armenia. You know, if you haven't been over there, like if you're not Armenian or Azerbaijani, Bajanian, I don't know. Can I say this? Someone from either of those places. But Armenia is to the west, and Azerbaijan is to the east, and then to the north is Georgia, like not not Atlanta, Georgia, like like Gruzia, like Russia, Georgia, and um, and then a little piece of Russia that kind of bends around to the to the northeast there. And these uh, these places uh, they've kind of been fighting over this Nagorno-Karabakh region since the Soviet Union broke up. And as everybody knows, the instability times means it's time to start grabbing things. So apparently, you know, somebody on each side grabs something the other person wasn't good with. And they've been fighting over this region ever since. But both claim presently that the other side provoked the conflict. But for my money and judging by the Syrian and Turkish involvement, there's probably a lot of hands in this pot. And there's a lot more moving parts than just, hey, I want this real estate or whose turn is it on the teeter-totter or whatever. And especially considering the proximity to Iran and the ongoing efforts to destabilize Iran and the region as a whole. But we'll just leave it at that because this isn't a political discussion yet so yeah i think we've uh we've fallen behind a little bit on getting podcasts out in a timely fashion but i was spending some time getting a uh getting a request piece done we put together a um about a three-hour production on negotiation that we put together for a client and um i'll tell you what i spent a little bit of time you know sitting across the table as it were and ironing out details but after some of the research I did, uh, I mean, I looked at everything from, um, you know, basic body language all the way up to uh, advanced interrogation tactics and then just the standard businessman's negotiation models. But tell you what, I came away from that with a, with a pretty good understanding of how to get what you want out of somebody. So if you're interested, you know, let us know. Drop us a little line. We'll see what we can put together. It's a good uh, recorded piece that you can that you could sit through and torture your friends with. So moving along, get a quick beard update before we get into it. Staring at the business end of month seven, and it's all come along quite nicely, unlike everything else in 2020, but the but the beard is working. The beard plays, but it does raise the constant concern that anyone with a full beard might be familiar with, and that is walking the fine line 
between being a guy with a beard and looking like a proper vagrant. Like if I was walking around with an empty cup, I could see somebody throwing a nickel in it sometimes. So I gotta, I gotta pay attention to what I'm doing, right? So I've got some good shaping action. It's a nice looking piece, and uh, the only real concern is dealing with the mustache portion. So mine kind of naturally curls up at the corners. So if I let it grow out, and I have let it grow out, which is a good time. I mean, I look like I should be tending bar in the 1800s or something, or maybe putting shoes on Wyatt Earp's horse. That'll be 50 cents, sir, you know. All right, so let's get into it here. Topic for this week, and I think this is a timely one, considering everything going on. Topic this week, not everything is about you. All right, now when you hear this initially, you think of this snowflake angle, you know, people like to call each other snowflakes, you know, that you're being sensitive and you're this and you're that. And that's fair enough considering, you know, the way things have been going. And I mean, seriously, we've gotten to a point where if people do encounter something they find unappealing or disagreeable or God forbid offensive, then they're just absolutely unable to continue with their day unless they bring it to someone's attention or make a social media post or do something to, to raise awareness. And a lot of that stems from, I think, that from somewhere or other, people are pushing this idea that it's an inherent human right not to be offended. In the sense that if someone doesn't like something that you don't like, or you like something they don't like, or they sit, they think something you don't think, or believe something you don't believe, that it's your moral right and obligation to insist that they change to suit your preferences. So, of course, I'm not the first one to say that, sorry, welcome to real life, where some people believe the earth is flat, or that watching tennis is exciting, and they don't especially care whether you agree or not. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. But for my money, this attitude is one that's simple enough to remedy because I've heard it compared to the idea that instead of insisting that the whole world be carpeted to protect your tender tootsies, you just put on some shoes, right? And the idea there is being that it's never going to be possible to carpet the whole world. There are always plenty of places to stub your toe or there'll always be, you know, hot asphalt or slippery sidewalks. So instead, just put on some sneaks and voila, none of that stuff bothers you so much. And in short, what that comes out to is just harden up a little, all right? It makes life a lot easier to deal with and makes you a lot less miserable to be around when you're not worrying constantly that someone isn't being mindful or tolerant of your feelings. And after all, most of the people you imagine that are attacking you don't really know that you exist anyway. So lighten up, Francis. So that's kind of the simple aspect of things not all being about you, but this actually leads me to the meat of what I wanted to get at it here. And the idea is not that you're weak and fragile or need to be the center of attention, but the idea that you're strong and capable and thereby need to be the center of attention. Because at the extreme opposite end of this spectrum of people demanding on one end that the world bend to them, are on the other end of the spectrum, people who are under this impression that without their input, the world simply won't go on spinning. So this might be a little hard to get your head around, so let me preface it simply. You probably won't be changing the world. The effort you make isn't even a drop in the bucket. It's more like a drop in the ocean. That doesn't mean don't contribute. That doesn't mean don't make an effort. But it does mean a few other things. First, this means other people have to contribute too. So this busybody idea that somebody is going to take a major situation in hand and remedy it themselves, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, is nothing but self-importance, and nobody likes it. Civilization does not hinge on you, and believe it or not, people have been getting by for a really long time before you showed up, and will probably keep getting by for quite a while after you leave the party. 
Second, you don't get to tell people where to put their drop in the bucket or drop in the ocean, as it were. Everybody is hustling. Everybody is trying to get by. You know, you might look at some people and you might say, look at this degenerate, look at this bum, this guy's not even trying. That guy's version of trying hard, that guy's version of having a good or bad day might be a whole lot different than yours. So mind your business because you don't know what that person has going. And here's what I mean. You know, you've heard people say this kind of, well, don't judge. But seriously, here's what I mean. 99% of people listening to this could walk into a gym and are not in such good shape that somebody could not walk up to them and say, man, how'd you let yourself get so sloppy? I'm in better shape than you are. Yeah, fine. So if a person could have that level of uncertainty just walking into a gym, how is it around the people that you just walk by every day? Don't worry so much about them. Worry about you. And how? But we'll come to that. Before we get to that, another aspect of this is enough of this turning a blind eye to the truly unacceptable. Now you might say, wait, I thought you said don't judge people. No, no. There's a big difference between an idealistic college kid arguing with some angry old man over foreign policy. What I'm talking about here is not like a difference of opinion or, hey, this is my perspective. This is my experience. This is what you think. This is what you see. What I'm talking about here is giving that free pass to murders or destructions of a civilization's infrastructure because you say some people just can't help themselves. Because I'll tell you something, giving a free pass to egregious behavior is the poor man's way of calling himself superior. It's a way of saying, well, I would never do that, but I'm just so much superior to these people that, well, there's no way I can hold it against them. It's amateurish, it's transparent, and anyone who sees it is either just trying to get their coffee and get away or are playing along to help prop up their own illusion. So what can you do? I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like you can't cross the street without someone telling you that crossing the street is problematic or that streets themselves, along with the idea of crossing them, are secretly aggressing against people who don't identify with the concept of established streets. So how can you marginally placate your own state of mind and not irritate anyone within cat-swinging distance? Glad you asked. Here are a few thoughts. First, shut up for a while. Ironic, I know that I'm the guy on the podcast yelling about things week after week, and now I'm yelling at other people to shut up. But here's the thing. One of the biggest issues, I think, that go hand in hand with social media and the hypersensitive state of pretty much everyone about anything is that it's perfectly fine to yell and scream and then go and behave in a way that exactly contradicts what you were just bothering everyone about. So item number one, to create more harmony, just shut up for a while. Second, have a standard. Not a summary of peccadilloes, not a list of grievances, not an outlie of demands. I mean, your standard. So two things here. One, I say your standard. Not something you borrowed from somebody else, not something you saw on Facebook or lifted wholesale out of a magazine or a book. Your standard. And two, your standard. In the same way like standard issue or standard response. What is your standard position? Whereby you can weigh what you see in front of you according to the same values, the same beliefs that you standardly adhere to. Not some kind of okay over here, but not okay over there. And, you know, it depends on the Tuesday or the month or what person or where are they from or what do I think today or how am I feeling. Bottom line, if you find yourself engaging in this rhetorical pretzel making kind of thing to explain your own positions to yourself, it might be time to just start from scratch. And last, less talking it 
more walk in it. Because nobody, nobody cares what anyone says anymore. But everyone can be influenced through an effective example. So if somebody hounds you to death about how to manage your money, for instance, but this person is living in a busted up apartment, and hey, I'm not throwing rocks, I've lived in many a busted up apartment. But if this guy's living in rough style and telling you how to get rich, nobody's trying to hear that. But if somebody pulls up in their private gent, steps out, gets into a Bentley, people are going to beat down the door and say, how did you get to where you are? And that right there is a huge component to this. Look at your own situation and say, would anyone listen to what I'm running on about if they knew it would land them right where I am now? Does anyone want to be where you are? And there are some people that can say, but my circumstances, my circumstances, my situation and this, and I got that and that. Cool, man. Shut up and fix yourself and let people want to be like you. When they want to be like you, you don't have to say anything. Because at the end of the day, life doesn't need to be about being a pain in everyone's ass or about being a sensitive snowflake or whatever, because in a way, we're all just snowflakes. But whether you're part of someone's pleasant white Christmas or the worst blizzard in history, you got to decide for yourself which one of those routes you want to take and do the best you can do. So I think that's about enough for today. Everybody keep chopping away out there. This bad noise can't go on forever. But if you've got questions, thoughts, comments, concerns, or you got an idea for a topic you want to hear me rant about, hit us up at info at apg.team. And if you want to see what we have going on at apg.team, including some of the pre-recorded stuff, you can take a look at our website at www.apg.team. And if you like what we're putting out, do feel free to like, subscribe, whatever, and uh, share it with your friends. It's like we always say, the world needs hitters. So... As the sun sets slowly in the east, we'll leave you with the words of Dennis Leary in the somewhat amusing Christmas time film Ref when he said, Hey, welcome to real life, kid, where most of the time things don't go your way. that you are not.